we are going to talk about that one thing that every single successful person you admire, I guarantee you this, every single one of them has in common. All of them. If they are successful, you admire them, they have this one thing in common, and it's probably not what you think. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set goals and map out a strategic, authentic plan to get there? Hi, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over 10 years. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, well, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second, or let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. Have you been listening for a while and you are ready to get that needle moving? Grab a three-pack of coaching calls for a limited time you can bundle and save. We'll be meeting for three weeks. We're going to talk through who your ideal client avatar is, understand why you're doing what you're doing, create some goals, and set up a plan to help you knock those out of the park. Go to growthagainstthegrain.com, click services at the top, or scroll down to coaching. Choose what works best for you and your budget. I cannot wait to work with you. Today's episode is brought to you by my personal favorite, the holy grail product that is helping me get summer ready. It's truly liquid gold. One tablespoon each morning is helping to inhibit fat storage, shrink fat cells, develop lean muscle, support fat metabolism, restore youthful skin, support joint muscle fitness and connective tissue health, supports healthy hair, nails, gums, and eyes, has zero sugar, has five decadent flavors to choose from. Add it to a sensible diet for best results. Take it alone or amp up the results by adding in some supporting products. Click the link in the show notes for product details. Plus, use the promo code to get started at a discounted price. See you at the beach. The review of the day comes from AwesomeTron2000. Love, love this podcast and love me some Michelle. She is positive, full of energy, lots of spunk, and totally real. Listening to her is every bit worth your time. Well, thank you so much, AwesomeTron2000. You are incredible. I so appreciate you taking the time to leave this review. If you have found value in this podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would go to Apple Podcasts and leave five stars and a review. It allows our community to grow and it allows me to bring you fantastic content as well as some incredible guests. Thanks so much. 
I love this story of Sarah Blakely. She's the owner and creator of Spanx. The first time I heard this, I was a little taken aback, and then I realized the complete brilliance of it. She shared in an interview, you can Google it, I cannot remember exactly which one, that her dad would ask she and her siblings what they had failed at that day. If they shared a failure, they'd get a high five from dad. If they didn't have anything to share, he'd be a bit disappointed. Seems a little strange, right? Well, I actually think it's quite brilliant. His point in this regular exercise was to show that when you fail, you're trying something new. When you put yourself out there, when you get out of your comfort zone, you're more likely to fail, right? Because it's not something that you're already great at. So I'm going to start by asking you, what have you failed at today? If you can't think of anything, well, now's as good a time as any to push yourself a bit further. I failed to beat my best on my ride this morning. I totally could have, but I didn't plan for it from the beginning. I was so incredibly close, but I started pushing towards it too late. I know that seems like a silly thing, but it is certainly an example of how we do that in so many other areas. Maybe we get to the end of the month and we could have gotten there, but we just didn't plan far enough in advance to get there. And we, the wheels came off at the end and that's awesome. But what if the wheels had come off earlier and we had really been pushing? Okay, I promise this is not going to be all doom and gloom, but let's talk about another pretty big failure. So there's this guy. He missed more than 9,000 shots. He lost nearly 300 games. 26 times he was trusted to take the game-winning shot, and he missed. He's failed over and over and over again in life. He didn't make his high school varsity team. He's been quoted as saying, I can accept failure. Everyone fails at something, but I cannot accept not trying. Do you know who I'm talking about? Let's go a little bit further. He has gone on and Those failures are all in his own words, all things that he has said. He has gone on to accomplish some pretty remarkable things. He is a six-time NBA champion, or he and his team won six NBA championships. He's a five-time NBA MVP, 10-time scoring leader, two-time Olympic gold medalist, three-time male athlete of the year. You may have figured out that this is the one and only Michael Jordan. Friend, I am not a sports fan. I did not grow up in a home where we watched sports. The only time we sat around the TV to watch sports was when food was involved. And there was always food involved when we were watching a sport. So it was like a Super Bowl, you know, big things, whatever. I am not a sports fan, but I am a huge fan. Michael Jordan fan. And I don't think you can find a person on this planet who doesn't have mad respect for what he's accomplished. You might not like him personally. I haven't done enough research into his personal life to go there, but I'm talking about as a figure of success and failures, I have mad respect for him. 
If you, like me, are a product of the 80s and 90s, you grew up in the Michael Jordan era. He was unstoppable. You knew when the Bulls took the court. I didn't even have to look that up. I knew he was on the Bulls. When the Bulls took the court, it was all over. He was incredible. But what I love the most is the value and appreciation he has for failure. I want to take a few minutes to demystify failure. I challenge you to look at failure as a tool in your toolbox, because that's exactly what it is. I've asked my kids this multiple times, and they, in turn, ask me the same question. Kids are really refining. They're really great. They they know just how to pop those lessons back out and point them back at you. So here's what I ask them when they come to me with, with something, you know, something that they failed in, something that they didn't do right, something that didn't go the way that they were planning it. What do you learn more from? Successes? or failures. Now, I think it's important to understand that a failure is just anything where you didn't hit the mark, where you had something set and you didn't get it. Maybe for my kids, it was a test that they didn't do as well as they could have. Maybe it's in sports and you didn't hit what you were going for. It's not necessarily an all-out, bottom-out failure. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about where you just did not hit that success, hit that goal that you had set for yourself. At the beginning of the month, my kids will usually come to me because my business, uh, my network marketing business is a month. Beginning of the month, we start at zero, end of the month, we're pushing towards those goals and, you know, how did we get there? So I like to involve my family in what my goals are and where I'm going. And so at the beginning of the month, they will typically say, so how did you finish last month? And if they know ahead of time that we've been running for a big goal, they know that, you know, as the days are approaching towards the end of the month, I'm like, oh, okay, we're, you know, 10% more or whatever it is. I try to include them in that. So I remember one month in particular, it had been a tough one. They asked me and I was really hit hard because my team and I had run so hard, but we came up short and I knew it was coming. So they look at me, mama, what do we learn more from? Our successes or our failures? Yep gets you right between the eyes every single time. In case you haven't picked up on it yet, I'm going to give you a big old hint. The answer is your failures. And again, it could be an all-out failure. It could be a trying time in life. Maybe it's a trial. I look back on the different trials I've had in life. I've had three miscarriages and we gave birth to a little boy. Uh, he was he was stillborn. I'm sure I will share more about this story later on. But those are pretty significant times in my life where I have learned so many incredible lessons that I would have never learned in the green pastures of skipping through the fields. Everything's fine times of life. You know what I mean? There's lessons to be learned in success. Absolutely. A million times over. But I would argue that your successes are made sweeter because of your failures. It's kind of like salt and sweet. Have you ever made a recipe and it's a sweet recipe, but it calls for a pinch of salt? Okay, so we make 
Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that my daughter, my 11-year-old, is a baker. She loves to bake. She loves to do all this kind of stuff. So she's constantly making cakes and frosting and whatnot. We have a buttercream frosting that we love. It calls for a pinch of salt. Everything else in there is sweet. It calls for butter, powdered sugar, some vanilla, a little bit of milk, but then you throw in a pinch of salt. And do you know why you throw in a pinch of salt in a sweet recipe? It's because it heightens the sweetness. Crazy. Isn't that awesome? It's the same thing here with our failures. Our failures heighten the successes, make them stronger. I'm going to be so bold as to say that my failures, big and small, my trials, my ups and my downs have placed me exactly where I am right now. I am absolutely going to fail again. Yep, it's going to happen. And I'm kind of at the point in life where I'm like, bring it on. I cannot wait. Let's fail so that I can learn the lesson and then we can get to the successes, right? It's kind of like, and turn the page. Let's get to the next thing. I'm going to succeed. I know it. The lessons come from how we respond. So here's five things that I have learned from failure. One, it's the path to success. Absolutely. There is not a single person you admire in business, in life, who is successful, who has not failed. None. And if they haven't, they're lying to you. Sorry. Two, failure will happen. It's absolutely going to happen. And I just thought of this. I don't know why I didn't think of this earlier, but I look at my parents and they have had some great successes, but the success that they know today is because of some pretty massive failures they had in the past. And do you know what I have learned so much from my parents is their humility to share their failures with other people so that they won't go in the same pitfalls. Humility. It's awesome. Lose the pride and openly share. Now, this is kind of going off on a tangent, but there's a difference between sharing what you have done and your failures and and how that's helped you with somebody one-on-one versus standing up maybe using Instagram as your platform and just doom and gloom constantly about your fails, failures and you know pouring your dirty laundry out there. That's different. That's not what I'm talking about. So anyways, let's get back on track. Number one, uh, failure is the path to success. Two, failures are going to happen. Number three, how you respond will be your greatest asset or your greatest weakness. How are you responding to those failures? Are you taking them as a lesson? Are you saying, okay, you know what? This is what led to my failure in this in the example of my my ride this morning. Obviously, in the grand scheme of thing, whoop de flip and do. Like it doesn't matter that I didn't, you know, PR in my in my ride. But had I sat out from the very beginning to say, okay, this is my current PR. I'm going to better that. So I need to make sure I'm hitting these goals along the way and doing it little by little. I can't be upset if I don't hit that goal if I have actually tried that whole time. But if I'm not trying, you know, I mean, come on, I should probably get a little upset with myself. But how you respond is going to be your greatest asset. Do I take that and go, okay, this is what I need to do differently? Or if you're looking at your business and saying, okay, I fell short by, you know, our volume was a thousand lower than we needed to do. We could have totally made that up. Why, you know, what do we need to do this month to do it better? If you're trying to better your time in 
a marathon or, you know, what is it that you can learn from that and how can you respond instead of getting all, you know, down in the dumps, figure out what you need to do differently. How are you going to respond to this and how are you going to change it? Number four, it's not a reflection of you unless you don't keep going. If you allow that failure to stop you, then I'm sorry, but that's not okay. That is not what successful people do. Successful people take that and that failure is just a a tool in their toolbox and move on. It is a piece of their puzzle. Number five, failure is growth. That's all that it is. Failure is growth. Unless you don't respond to it in the way of a lesson and move on from it and take take the good things from it. Failure is growth. Fall forward. I mean, I'm all about failure, but I want to make sure that I'm failing forward. I want to make sure that I'm failing closer to my goal. If I didn't hit my goal, I hope that I got closer to it than I did the previous month. Fail forward. A simple Google search will produce a list of hundreds, if not thousands of people you admire and respect who have had massive failures. They've also had massive, massive successes. The reason they have those successes is because they didn't let the failures stop them. Friend, what's keeping you from the success you're running towards? And let me say this again. I've said it in other episodes and I will say it a million times more. Your The success that we're talking about, it may or it may not be financial. I use a financial goal because it's an easy barometer, right? It's an easy measure. If you will say you want to make $1,000 and you made 900, it's easy to, to, to do that. Sometimes it's easier for people to set their goals based upon a monetary outcome. Totally fine. If you're talking in business, I completely get that. But success may or may not be financial. It's completely your definition. And maybe this month it is. You say, okay, I want to make X this month. But maybe next month you say, okay, that's great. I still have that goal, but I want to better myself by whatever. And you think of two or three different factors within your business that would equal success. So in my business, maybe it's gaining some new customers, um, adding a team member to my team, you know, thinking of it in those ways. Is it going to pay off in financial dividends? Yes, absolutely. But sometimes it's nice to look at other factors as well. It's completely your definition. Maybe you're wanting to run a marathon or you're wanting to lose 10 pounds or you're looking for a promotion at work or you want to pay down debt. Whatever it is, you fill in that blank, figure it out and start going towards that. What is your goal? Gold, seriously, people. What is your goal? What are you doing or What do you need to do to get there? What's holding you back? And friend, go. Just go. Run like the wind and get there. Stop overthinking it. Figure out what you need to do to get from point A to the goal and go. Let's celebrate our failures as stepping stones to our successes. I cannot wait to hear how those failures brought you the lessons you needed to hit those successes. Have a great day. Be that unicorn that stands out, celebrates her failures as just another piece of the puzzle to the amazing unicorn mama you are. Love you. Talk to you later. Hey there, friend. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and learned something new or helpful, it would mean so much to me if you hit subscribe 
or snap a pic, share it in your social, and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping our unicorn tribe grow. Until next time, keep being you.